Hey there, hey, and thank you for tuning in to the pod of Born to Be a Star. Today is another day and another opportunity for you to recognize your star power. It's Friday, and it's been a fun, fun, fun week of enjoying not getting up every day at God knows what time to get up to go to work. I think that I, myself, and many others probably need to do a better job of living their life and not letting their job consume them entirely. So I am going to actively try to be that person that lives regret-free and doesn't put 500% of myself into my job when 500% of my job isn't putting themselves into me. Taking that into consideration, we have to recognize our reflections in the mirror, a reflection of where we've been and where we're going to next. And we need to understand life as a journey. And so every morning, every day, we should start the day off by saying, yes, we can. (coughs) Yes, we can decide we're going to like a new color. Yes, we can decide maybe we want to drink tea. We can decide that maybe we want to eat breakfast for a change. Or maybe we want to try tuna. We can decide that we want to do puzzles or play Clue, or we want to start reading a new book, we want to become a part of a new book club, we can legitimately decide any of these things. And we literally should just keep continuing to add things that we can accomplish and do, such as traveling, change our style. I recently got into the Poshmark thing with the with the um, designing things and becoming a posher. And I'm going to start putting stuff up on my posh mark and and selling it. And I I really want to get back into the brand ambassador stuff. And I really want to get back into that, you know, working out, eating healthy, um, being someone that's living that life. And And I really want that to be the highlight of my life. I don't want my job to be the highlight of my life. That's basically how I fund my lifestyle. That's not how I'm living taking that into consideration when you say to yourself yes you can travel or yes you can pick a new different color that you want to like or maybe you want to learn how to play the piano or the saxophone or sing maybe you want to join a choir maybe you want to start going to a different church maybe you want to go to the park more often or maybe this summer you want to visit the beach more whatever it may be we should be saying to ourselves yes we can following the yes we can is the never give up because if you give up on yourself or anyone you love let's go ahead and uh take a look at you're literally giving up on yourself too how can you possibly give up on yourself or anybody you love how can you say i give up how can you just give into that how can you cave into that idea of not fighting and not persevering through difficulty in in the mix of chaos and fire and tyranny and in the ending of something that doesn't mean you don't fight if it's a war you find a weapon in some ways maybe we always feel like we're at war or things aren't going the way we want them to go but that does not mean that we don't find a way to persevere forward Bad things happen to people every day, and that's not me not taking into consideration that you dealing with a bad thing in your life solely 
isn't a serious situation because it is. And if you are dealing with something bad, if somebody you love is sick, if if you're sick, if you're not dealing with the results of something and you're not having a good day, I'm sorry you're not having a good day, but you can't give up. You have to find a way to get through the bad, to see the light, to understand that you have to fight. I'm here to fight with you. That's my job and that's my responsibility as the star leader. And um, I want you to know that you're not alone. I'm here with you always. I'm just a click away. You can go back to episode one and you can start all over from the beginning. And we can go on this journey together, stars. You are the light in the darkness and you cannot give up on yourself and I won't let you. And my expectation is that when you hear me say every day, never give up, and I say John Cena's words, and I tell you about the men and women that sacrificed their lives to save the countries that they represent, and the idea that we go through bad times so we can get back to the good times, that's me saying a mantra to you and myself for us to hear. We can't give up. Being defeated and feeling like you can't get back up after you've been knocked down, that's just a reason for you to get back up. Right? Be that person. Mike, my moderators have confirmed. Be different. We're running this wrong Gucci. Anyways. Find a way to understand that you can't give up. You just can't. I know sometimes it feels like it's easy to say, like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't care. But typically things that are important are things that you can't give up on. I'm just going to say that. Following that. The never give up, thank you, John Cena, is the why not today. Let it be a reminder that there's no click button like we say every day. We cannot pause time. We cannot stop it. Let it be a reminder that if you have something to do, you need to plan it out. You need to schedule things. You need to organize your life correctly so you can live it. If you're not doing that, you're setting yourself up for failure. Adding too many things to what you're doing and over, like, over putting yourself into too many things is going to lead you to chaos and irritation. So why not today is saying, I'm going to accomplish this. I'm going to go to the doctor. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do all these things. And you should do them. And that's it. So, we're not waiting for tomorrow. We're doing it today. That's that's the motto. Instead of waiting for tomorrow, we're getting things done today. Moving on from the mantra, let's get to no media allowed. The headlines. No media allowed. No media allowed. Cause they're out of us. They're out of us anyway. So basically, Nikki Haley has a commercial running on Fox, which is kind of strange, but okay. Um, The Pentagon has a bunch of trans people talking about inclusion, which I think is extremely inappropriate when we don't have enough people running for the army. And that's likely a reason why, because it's all for show and it's all PR and it's all bullshit. This DEI equity and inclusion bullshit is really going to be the detriment to corporate America. A lot of people don't like that culture. They don't like those talking points and they don't like that representation. 
Some people just want to go to work, they want to earn their money, and they want to leave, and they don't want to be a part of the insanity. But these companies keep forcing this bullshit on people, and it's just, when does it end, right? Why is it that the Clinton News Network and all these leftist stations are lying about why Lincoln is dead, right? She's dead, and she was murdered because an illegal alien attacked her during the daylight. And killed her. That girl was 22 years old. And she was in Athens, Georgia. And she is dead. Her funeral was today. (coughs) And quite frankly. The United States of America. And every girl. And every mom. And every father. And every brother. And every husband. And every sister. And every aunt. And every uncle. And every niece. And every nephew. Should be fucking mad. Right? We should be upset. That poor girl, my God, it's just so sad. There are no words for this. And all I can do is hope that Jesus gives her family peace, knowing that right that Lincoln is in heaven and she is safe there and no harm can come to her. But her life was taken far be far too soon by someone that shouldn't have taken it. And if the dumbass state that she went to college in did not have the stupid policies that she had, she'd be alive. And listening to the mayor try to disregard that and Katie Porter and every other dumbass on every other media station try to pretend like her life doesn't matter because other people die too, isn't the point. The two-year-old that's dead, the little girls that have been raped, The women that have been attacked and killed and murdered. The police officers that were attacked in New York. How many people have to die? This is sad. It's so frustrating. We have to close our border in the United States of America. Other countries around the world don't have shit like this happening there. And this is horrible. It is really, really horrible. It shouldn't be that these illegal aliens can travel from state to state without anything happening to them. And it shouldn't be that the United States of America is willing to give millions, billions, trillions of dollars to people that aren't American and then punish Americans by overtaxing them, taking away their ability to buy a house and and taking away their ability to actually live. Right. These state jobs that they're always bragging about, all these benefits that they talk about, they don't give them to us. They give them to illegal aliens. There is a way that you can become an American in this country And all the people that are coming here illegal are not doing that. So when is an adult going to come back into this conversation? And how many people have to die first? How much collateral damage needs to be here? How much blood needs to be on the ground before they do something? That girl is dead because of Joe Biden and his Democratic idiots running around doing things they should not be doing. And there is no one else to blame but them. Nothing.
there's just so much happening that shouldn't be happening. Uh, Governor Ron DeSantis is coming out with the documents from Jeffrey Epstein, which I find very interesting. Uh, pretty soon we'll have the ability to see that. And I think that that is just so amazing that he's doing that. And it's very interesting. Outside of that, um, Hannity had Trump on with Governor Abbott again. And that was very interesting to see. Um, The terror watch list. I wonder how many of these illegal aliens that we're seeing are on it. Rare coach on deck, ladies. Oh, my gosh. You guys ready for me to run this one? I don't know. I wonder, do these people care about the fact that these illegal people are here and that they're felons or they're from mental institutions or they're from gangs or they could be sexually assaulting people or who the fuck knows what? At what point do they vet them? If they're coming across here and they're the gotaways. So how does that work? Who's talking about this, by the way? Is anybody talking about this? From what I can see, I'd say that, um, no, no one's being vetted. They don't know what the fuck is going on. And there is no terror watch list. If these guilty people are coming into our country from all these horrible countries like, for existence, Russia, uh, for existence, Venezuela, and a bunch of other crappy countries that have a lot of bad people, and they're not being stopped when they come directly in here at the border, and they're not being turned over to ICE because they're going to these dumbass states that allow them in, and the states don't want to say they're bad, and they want to pretend like everything that happens is white people. If they're not doing their jobs correctly, then we don't know what any of the numbers there are. We don't know what the terror list is, and there can be a 9-11 times 11, and we have no idea when it's coming, and we should all be really scared, but they're not talking about that on the media. They're not even really talking about that on Fox. That's concerning to me, right? As a Republican, as a Christian, as a wife, as a daughter, why aren't they talking about this? Why isn't this a top concern? That all these people are here and we don't know why they're here because they are not looking for asylum. They're coming here because they know the United States of America is going to speed food, spoon feed them everything they want. They have a baby here and they never have to work. Did you see the kid with the blonde hair say that he had an American child and now he doesn't have to do anything? Seriously? That's what these people are doing, living off the government. And the terror watch list is just another part of collateral damage. And our lives don't matter. Sleeper cells, they're definitely here too. Do you really think these people are coming over here because they want to be friends? No. The American invasion is continuing every day, every second, every minute, every hour. Living cost more than living costs more than death and death costs a lot but like going to the grocery store eating out buying clothes anything now everything costs a ridiculous amount of money and it costs more and it's insane 
The children continue to fail. These kids are dumber than dumb. They cannot read. They can't write. They can't do anything. They can't talk to each other. They're not learning anything in school. And how are they going to survive? How are they going to succeed as adults? How are they going to get jobs? How are they going to get into college? How are they going to do anything? They're not smart. Did we really take away the SATs? Why are we taking away things that they should know how to do? At what point do we get any of this done? They're not smart. They're dumb. Whose fault is this? I'd say the education department. And we've talked about this millions of times before. But come on, man. If we don't speak up, then no one can hear us. I know that there's a lot of people that will hear you say things that they don't like or hear you uh, say you don't like the Democratic Party or you don't like Biden. And they'll be like, what do you mean you like Trump? And it, it's not that you like Trump necessarily, although why can't you like Trump? It's maybe that you want to be free and you like your Constitution of the United States of America. And I guarantee you, once you start actually talking about the rights of the Constitution of the United States of America and you break that down and maybe you have a more intelligent conversation with a bunch of fucking idiots, that they will automatically shut the fuck up. Why am I saying that? Because it's likely the people you're speaking to are not that bright. Like, I've gotten to the point where I talk about politics with my husband. And on the podcast. And that's it. And I don't really talk about podcasts with anything else. And I love my mom. And I love my family members. But they don't understand what I'm talking about. They they don't get it. And I don't expect them to. So I'm not going to say anything. No, we can't trust the CDC. No way. Do you know that today is Friday. And the CDC said that you don't have to spend five days in recovery for COVID anymore because COVID is like the flu for fucking four years. I have been saying that now I had my mom have conversations with me about how a mask saved her when she was getting that surgery. And she claimed that the mask is a protector. And I see people wear these dumbass masks all day. Although the masks aren't helping them. And we had the doctors and, all these people convince everybody that they needed to get a shot that does not save you from COVID, okay? And it has more ailments than good things. They lied to us, and none of us should trust the CDC or any health department with shit. So are we trusting the CDC? No, we're not. Moving on from politics, let's get to the next part of the conversation. When girls say funny things, laugh. Like I said yesterday, don't take things personal when people say iffy things to you. Like, here's my thing, right? I'm a very confident young woman. I don't really need anybody to like me. I'm not looking for anyone's permission, and I'm not looking for anybody to tell me what I already know. God gave me the gift of gab. God gave me the ability to become the host of any party, even if it's not my own. And God gave me the ability to be the light in the darkness. Taking that into consideration, if people say stupid things, especially girls or women, or they say something that is silly and they think they're so funny and they think they're they're more important than they are, 
Maybe just go along with it and let them be that. Sometimes women do have funny jokes or they're sarcastic or they're hilarious. And I like that attribute. But sometimes they're devious and they're miserable and they're envious and they're hateful. So you have to take that into consideration too. You really have to be careful who you're trusting with your time. Jesus as an excuse. Some people want to say that they're religious and they believe in God and all these things. And they're using God's name so they can okay their bad behavior. But Jesus is not an excuse for you to be a hateful, godless being. And if you're using Jesus as an excuse because you don't want to deal with the fact that you're unholy and you're not saved and you're using that to make fun of others, like you really want to knock people down because they're Catholic. And I said this the other day. Catholics are the most attacked religious believers probably in the world, definitely in the United States of America. Why is the FBI going to Catholic parishes to discover what? It's in the Constitution of the United States of America that we get to believe in whatever religion we want. So I don't understand why people are always like anti-God. And when people misuse God, especially those in the East, and they misuse the, the actual definition of Allah and Jesus Christ so they can kill people and harm others, it's kind of disgraceful and insane. And I don't even want to give them any time of the day. You can believe in whatever you want, but I don't want to listen to Muslim people try to downplay what the fuck they're doing because they think they're more important than anybody. And I'm not saying Muslims can't believe in what they believe in because they can. But you can believe in what you believe in and I can believe in what I can believe in. And you shouldn't be trying to talk at me. And I'm definitely not trying to talk at you. Everybody knows what I believe in and I respect anyone's belief in religion. It doesn't matter if you believe in a damn sock, right? If that makes you happy, great. I have a religion that welcomes anybody to it. It doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter where you live. God accepts you regardless of all of that. So if, if you ever decide that you want to consider Catholicism or you want to consider Catholic learnings, there is always an open door. There's definitely always an open door for Baptist churches as well. I can tell you that because I belonged to one for a very long time. But when people misuse religion and they misuse God, they want to okay evil. And God is not evil. Jesus loves. He is forgiving. And he is something that we are not. And understanding that really gives you such peace of mind and such grace. He is all-knowing, all-being, all-everywhere, omnipresent. He has already paved the way for your future and everything that's ahead. And everything has happened for a reason. So I dare you, when you're in the middle of something and you're thinking you can't do it yet, trust in him. Don't use God as an excuse. Have him as a reason. So far for Lent, I've done a great job of limiting my social media. I really haven't been on uh, Instagram like that, and I don't really go on any social media anyway. I have been spending more time on uh, Poshmark, and I've really become addicted to that. But outside of that, I've, I've limited the bad things that I was doing before. Um, I'm not, I stopped drinking bad drinks. I, I got off of social media, and I stopped doing all the things that I wanted to give up for, Posh, um, for Lent. 
Um, I really think I want to continue not being on social media even after it's over because I just don't think it's good for you. And I'm I'm good not having access to it all the time. Giving up bad things means you're willing to not do bad things that aren't good for you. If you're a person that's looking at pornography or you're a person that's maybe watching a show that you shouldn't be looking at. I mean, granted, there really aren't a lot of shows that we shouldn't be looking at. But don't get stuck in that world, right? There's all these weird things with girls having these shows where you get to click on a button and watch them do stuff. Maybe let's not do that. Maybe there's better ways for us to use our time. Just a thought. Fast cars are so exciting to me. I love fast cars. That's the reason why I love Fast and Furious. I love the idea of racing. Um, I'm lucky enough to have a car that uh, it's German and uh, it can go on the Autobahn and it makes like the crunk noise. So if you push if you push the gear to the right while you're driving, it makes that noise. And it's so awesome. Like if you're on the highway and you're going over 100, you can hear it. And there's no better sound than that. It's so exciting and fun. And I love fast cars. Like, I know I have a Volkswagen. And some people might be looking at me like, that's not a Dodge. That's not this. That's not a Ferrari. They might be looking at me like I'm crazy because I'm talking about a Volkswagen. But I'll have you know that Volkswagen does own a lot of fast vehicles. And don't be a hater, man. Like, anyways, my car is a speed machine and I love it. And hopefully one day I get to drive it in Germany. That's definitely a dream that I can't wait to come true. I just love the idea of fast cars, speed racing, that whole entire life, the car life where you're looking at pretty cars and you're shining them and you're fixing them up and you're bringing them from a very low point and you're putting them back together. Like, I love the idea that you can do an oil change and you can fix all everything in the car and you can like really look at the engine and turn something into something that maybe wasn't working right and then fix it up and have it look beautiful and have it sound amazing. So that's definitely something that I love. I love cars and I love rebuilding them and watching people rebuilding them. If I could watch somebody rebuild a car, I think I would definitely enjoy that. Loud music and endless summers. We own the night. We are the stars. We like it loud and we like it bright. I love the sound of music that's forever and never ending. And I love the idea of turning it up louder just so you can hear it sound even better. Why should we turn it down? Why should it be low? Why can't we listen to our favorite song? Why can't we say that the summer is ours? Why can't we say we own the night? Why can't we be those girls? Why can't we be those boys? If you are a star, not only do you own the night, but you own the daylight too. So taking that into consideration, be the stars and let's look forward to endless summers. Because guess what? We're cool for the summer. Moving on from the main part of the conversation, let's talk about Netflix. Is Netflix the black star of streaming? Yes. Why? Well, let me tell you why. Netflix was one of the first streamers. And um, I think it's far easier for like actors or actresses or even like famous people just to go directly to Netflix and have things come out directly on there than it is for them to have it come out in a movie theater too. And I'm not saying that movies can't come out in a movie theater because they can. But I am saying that it's likely easier or better for them to have direct access to Netflix. Netflix has its own properties. It has its own original stuff. 
And there's nothing like it. And we might want to sit here and pretend like HBO is connected to it. But I think like now HBO is Max and it's changed its name too many times. And that's not a good reflection of the branding of it. So that's a concern. But outside of that being a concern, I think we need to take into consideration that maybe there needs to be a little more originality with Max. Like they have so much on there. And I understand why they did that because they have to compete in the streaming atmosphere. But taking that into consideration, do we think Disney Plus has any way of catching up to Netflix? I'd say no. I don't know. Books that turn into movies are really cool, but it depends on which book it is. Like, if you've got a book a book series that's got like nine books do you really want to make like all those movies and you have to have the same characters in every movie it kind of depends on the genre of the book and it kind of depends on what age the actors or actresses are going to be i'd say that's definitely important but so far i've looked i've loved every book that i've read that's turned into a movie is basketball worth watching no been boycotting it for years now and I don't miss it I caught up on a little bit of the Celtics and they were playing kind of good but I don't know I just feel like basketball is not my thing man I tried to get back into it but I don't know maybe next year I'll be better at watching the Celtics but this year not so much the real world I can't remember the last time I saw that I saw that on Netflix and I'm willing to start that over how many seasons of that are there Retro TV. What would you consider retro TV? I love shows from like the 90s and the 80s. I like like Sanford and Son and like really old shows. Like I love those shows. I I was talking about I Love Lucy, I think yesterday. I like old shows because I don't like new ones and I don't really watch TV. So if I could find it on Hulu or whatever it's on, I definitely like to watch it and binge it on there. I think retro TV is definitely something you should check. The Rookie, all fun and games. Those sound like they're, they're all good to watch. So let's try them. <clears throat> Moving on from watching to eating. Overweight denial. Typically when people are overweight, they're in denial about it. And they lie about their weight and they pretend like they're not fat. Because they don't want anybody to tell them that they're overweight and they're fat. And they're headed toward diabetes. And they're headed toward getting their fucking feet getting chopped off. Yeah, that's pretty difficult to hear, right? That you need to stop eating and you need to stop having these sugary drinks and you probably need to stop drinking soda and you probably need to take a different approach, right? It's probably hard to hear that as a woman, you shouldn't be like fat and overweight. And if something's not working, maybe you do need a personal trainer. Maybe you do actually need to get a gym. Maybe you do need a 40-ounce bottle of water and you need to drink that shit three times. Maybe you do need somebody yelling at you as a nutritionist. You do need those environments, right? Because health is mostly important for you so you don't have diabetes and heart issues. Because as you get older and you need to go to the doctor, shit starts to cost more money. That's a thought. I told you yesterday that of people 
not understanding what's happening. I think that we need to be aware of food and calories and salt and sugar. And we also have to be aware of what we look like, the scale and what we're fitting into. We have to do a better job and we can't stop. That is what I'm saying. How do you feel about bananas? I feel like I like bananas, but I don't eat them as much as I probably should be doing. I kind of feel like I put them in cereal or I'll just eat them as like a snack or making like a fruit salad. But like, I feel like you can have a banana for a breakfast or like a snack in the afternoon if you got like a day off or something. I think bananas are good. We should eat them in moderation. Maybe not like five at a time, maybe like one or two at a time. Maybe you can even cut it in half. I think bananas are great. Creating your own yogurt. Um... You can create your own yogurt, but why would you? I don't know. <clears throat> There's definitely recipes to do it, and maybe we should try it. Fruit for breakfast. Yes, we can have fruit for breakfast, and we should try it. Should we make naan? There's a recipe for it, and I see a lot of people make it from scratch. So I say let's try it. <clears throat> and finally, do you like vodka tonics? I mean, I do. Me and Heather have had a lot of them together, and we've enjoyed them. Um, looking forward to going to a baby shower this weekend. Uh, congratulations, Heather and Danny, on your new baby coming. Can't wait to figure out if my nephew or niece is going to be a nephew or niece. I'm so excited for you guys. Uh, can't wait for you to move into the married club, and can't wait for all the fun ahead for us. Uh, looking forward to that. Uh, so super congratulations to Heather and Danny on welcoming a new life into the world, and I cannot wait to be a part of this. And I can't wait to see what food is going to be at the baby shower because I know it's going to be good and I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will be where the vodka tonics are because I'm not preggers yet, but soon I will be and I won't be able to drink liquor. So I better drink all the liquor I can before I can't drink it anymore. I think the reason why I like vodka tonics is because, first of all, I like the flavor of vodka. But there's something about the tonics where it's not too overbearing and it's very light. And that's why I like it. That's the same reason I like like margaritas. I definitely think that if you haven't tried a vodka tonic and you're somewhere and the drinks are available, you should try it and see if you like it too. That, my friends, is the end of this Friday post, uh, Friday podcast. I've had an amazing week off. As I told you, I'm likely calling out Monday because I got too much going on this weekend. And I'm just going to need another day. There's been a lot of stuff going on this week, and I just probably need one more day to get back to it and ready to get back to work. So I will be back on here Monday to give you the pod of Monday. I want to thank you for tuning in this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And I want to say have an amazing weekend ahead. Maybe I'll come back tomorrow and give you a a fresh pod and fresh look at what's going on with politics and just life. Don't forget that you are a star wherever you are and you are the light in the darkness. When the world tells you that you can't have a thought or a feeling, laugh at it and say, I am the light. I'll see you guys same place, same time on Monday. 
Don't forget that you are the star in the darkness and I see your light when there are no lights on. I hope that you can see my light too. Together, you, me, us, they, them, we are not just going to change this world, but we are going to change the galaxies and all the levels of life beyond the stars, beyond eternity, beyond today, tomorrow, yesterday, and forever. We are omnipresent. We are the beginning, the middle, the end, and everything all together. We are the light, and the darkness will never defeat us because we will always defeat it. I'll see you guys on Monday. Have an amazing weekend. And again, congratulations to Danny and Heather. Looking forward to a new baby being in the family. Bye.